Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. call him adam tiger bomb but i believe it is funk master adam adam how we doing matt i am doing great how are you man man i'm good man you know it's good uh catching up with you we talked for about you know two hours before we we podcast which is pretty <laughs> standard fare yeah we, <laughs> we got pretty carried away with uh, uh we, wrestlemania 19 but that's a story for another yeah. time <laughs> oh it, it is it is yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna do an episode where we talk about like wtf is this game um <laughs> And uh, yeah, we were we were talking about some games. We're just like, uh, what the f- did we just watch? So, <laughs> yeah, so we got, definitely got some stuff to talk about uh, with that. But um, today we're going to be talking. Uh, we did an episode last month, SNES Classics, uh, and I'm sure we'll come back to the Super Nintendo. But this much we're going to do same uh, type of a thing. We're each we've each got three games, but this time we're going to do the NES, going all the way back to the you know Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, we're each going to be talking about three of some of our favorite games. Try to, I think, avoid like you know the the big big ones, maybe like Mario, Metroid. Um, I know I think I have I have one that I would consider kind of in that. That's a, that's definitely a Nintendo fr- uh, franchise, but uh, yeah. So maybe highlight some. I would I don't know want to say lesser known games, but you know not not the big hitters. So. Um. Yeah, we've each got uh three games, and Adam, I'm always as always. I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, thanks. Um. All right. So I'm gonna start with a uh, nice little action platformer here. Let's go with Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors Two. Um. You know, I I've made the point before I, I get too deep into this. I've always made the point that I always credited, uh games like Primal Rage and Rampage being some kind of like the first games I've ever like played in my life but this definitely gets thrown into that bunch I because like, I didn't have an NES growing up but my my aunt and uncle did and I remember one day I was there uh, for a weekend and they were like would you like to play Super Mario Brothers and I had no idea what Super Mario Brothers were they were Appalled by this, they hooked up the NES, and my uncle pulled out a freaking giant box of dozens of NES games, and just I remember going through it, and I found Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors Two, and yeah, so this game. Have you ever played Iron Sword? Um, yeah, briefly. Uh, okay, I've. I've- I've I've briefly uh, through emulation and stuff like that played just about every NES game. I've you know, always just kind of eh, just click and see you know what I like. Um, but I believe that uh, the que- the question I have with this for you is, um, did you find this game because of the box art? Oh oh my god! I, think, I was so I hoping you'd start- bring up the box art. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got Fabio. 
You can't get any yeah. better than that. Fabio yeah, you is got, on the you've cover. You got a shirtless, a shirtless Fabio standing in front of like a volcano, holding like you know, and this giant like claymore. Yeah, two-handed you know, and, like, sword. And, like, the, yeah, <laughs> the sky is like it's like dark clouds, and it's like breaking apart, and like the sun is just like shining down on him. Yeah, dude, it's just the eighties, man. The eighties. Yeah, like what's Absolutely. what's what's an action platformer video game? You know, set in like medieval times and. Gotta get Fabio on the cover. I mean, why the hell not? I mean, but it's funny though because he's on the cover like that, all shirtless and everything, like half naked, holding this the sword mm-hmm. and everything. But when you put the game on, you're in a full suit of armor. So it's like, yeah, it's like okay, but um, but yeah, um, I never beat this game, and I never made it uh, that far into this game either. And I, I, I think it could take you probably around like uh, forty five minutes depending on how good you are to come yeah to i'm looking yeah I'm, I'm looking at a let's play of it and this guy beats it in about an hour yeah so that's yeah, kind of like how most of those games were but um i've never so i guess i've never played the first wizards and warriors i just saw this and just always liked it so basically you play as a knight uh, i don't know if i'm i never knew if i was pronouncing this right but his name is kuros uh but basically mm-hmm. you have to explore the land of sindarian and you are on a jersey to defeat the evil wizard. Of course, there's an evil wizard, uh, Malkil. And Malkil has taken the form of basically the four classic elements, earth, wind, fire, and water. Your levels are basically called dominions. There are five of them, basically. Four of these levels are based on each element. You have, like, your first level. Each level is also... um, split into two parts, but I'll get into that in a second. So, after the four levels, the fifth level is Ice Fire Mountain, which is where you will finish your game. But, um, basically each uh, level, Dominion, whatever you want to call it, is based on an element. The first one is the mountain base, but it goes up into the clouds, so you're kind of like going after um, the uh, wind in that one. So, you traverse through each domain, you know, defeat enemies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. in pretty standard fashion, basically. Um, So, like I said, you have two parts. To get to the second part of the level, there's a certain objective you have to uh, fulfill. Basically, there is a golden item in every level, and you have to find a way to present it to whatever level's animal king is. For example, the first level at the mountain base, you need to find the golden egg, and you bring it to the giant bird, which brings you up into the clouds. But mm-hmm. now the second objective in your second part of the level is you can't beat the boss of the level without a respected spell. So with the being up in the clouds and you're going up against wind, you need to find the spell Wind's Bane in order to defeat uh, wind. And then you do, and boom, you move on to uh, your next level, which I think is like a forest, which is kind of like an earthy kind of area, if my uh, memory serves me correctly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's kind um, of like a forest. Yeah, so you know, you go around too, and um, uh, basically, you can collect uh, gems for money. There are little orbs you can pick up for uh, your magic, because when when you use these spells on. on, on these bosses, you use up uh, energy for, you know, your magic and stuff like that. And I think you could get, like, other spells, too, that you can use on enemies if you uh, so please. So, you know, it's always good to stock up on stuff like that. You could pick up improvements for uh, weapons 
and armor. Uh, but that's that's kind of really it, so to speak. I mean, these games didn't really flesh out much like lore and stuff like that. So it's just a classic tale, I guess, in a sense, you could say, of defeating, you know, all the uh, different element types, basically. My memory kind of gets a bit um, fuzzy after, like, the second level. But I know there's, like, a volcano level uh, mm-hmm. as yeah, I'm well. Yeah, I'm looking at gameplay of this volcano level, and the guy is, like, he's, like, it's, like, this, like, mouth. Like you're like fight like you know it's like it's like you're fighting like if the the pool of lava was the enemy like spits fire up and so you're like shooting like ice or something into this yeah, thing's mouth yeah yeah but all in all it was always a very very fun game very it, I always thought it was very challenging as a kid I had a very very hard time getting through uh, the first level but I I loved it had like this real like sense of like um a vibrancy it was like always like I always felt like the colors just like pop out and everything. Um, with right. the game, and I thought the uh, the soundtrack, the little eight bit soundtrack, was also very uh, charming. I thought it fit the game uh, very well. But yeah, in a nutshell, that is um, Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors Two. If no one's ever uh, played this uh, classic, I implore you to do so. I think it's a uh, I think it's a real good one. And again, you can't you can't forget we got we got Fabio. Come on. Yeah, you got Fabio. I actually I just watched the commercial for it, and then they have some other shirtless guy who clearly isn't Fabio. Uh, he like comes into this kid's room and like hands him the game, and it's just funny because it's like, well, the guy in the cover, like they, they show it just enough to kind of show it and be like, well, this shirtless guy, you know, from like this angle, this speed, you might assume is the same guy in the cover, but it's totally not. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> That's it. it's totally, it's totally not. But yeah, it's just funny. I love, you gotta love the you gotta love the advertising. But yeah, um, it kind of look, it kind of reminds me of just the um, uh, the gameplay a little bit it, that. It reminds me of um, Super like Ghouls and Ghosts or Super Ghosts. And I guess it's a good comparison, yeah. Or Ghosts I've never and played yeah, 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 any, yeah. Of the, um, any of those games, but I, I've seen you know people play them, so I could see that comparison too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, man. Um, yeah. All right. I uh, first up, I'm trying to decide here. I'm gonna go with one of my all time, all time favorite games. Uh, and that is Tecmo Super Bowl. Here we go. So, still arguably, I mean, the greatest football game ever made. Wow, what a uh, testament. At, the, at this point, yeah. Um, so there is Tecmo Bowl for the NES, which um, is basically Tecmo Super Bowl, except a very watered-down version. You don't have the official NES or the official NFL license. But on this version, you do. You have the NFL. You have... Um, God, it's not all 32 teams, but it's whatever there was at the time. Uh, let's see, the Jaguars and the Panthers and the Texans didn't exist. So it would have been, what, 29 teams? Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, I so, guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have so you have all the teams by then, and it's, it's roughly based on the um, 1990 uh, season. Uh, so you have the, so like the 1990 season. So the Buffalo Bills, you know, are like stacked. Um, you know, you've got Lawrence Taylor on the Giants, Joe Montana uh, with the, you know, with is still with the Niners. Uh, you know, you try to Dan Marino. You got Warren Moon. Oh all those guys. <laughs> it's it's great. It's awesome. The soundtrack is awesome. Very simple controls, right? You just have you just have kind of like you have you each have four plays. Offense has four plays. Defense has four plays. 
Uh, and that's kind of it. And, you know, each team has its, you know, advantages and stuff like that. If you're playing with the Kansas City Chiefs, you will not, you know, you're fine because you just run a Christian Okoye 27 times, a Nigerian Nightmare, and you're set to go. All right. There's obviously all of the great Bo Jackson um, commercials and, and stuff like that since. Um, to testament, you just sometimes, you know, with NFL, sometimes with 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 even with sports games and stuff like that, a lot of times you'll run into the CNES. Simple is better. That's all. That's really that's really all you need. Right. Um, this game is so good uh, that it is still being edited today. Right. You can play. There's there's like a site that, that runs Tecmo Super Bowl and you can play Tecmo Super Bowl uh, 2019. Right with like Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger and stuff like that, where people just put in like kind of the players, their stats, oh and edit it. <laughs> yeah, I've played it. It's awesome. Uh, I posted a, a video of it on my on my Instagram, and it's sweet because it's that's it. It's, it's Tecmo, you know. It's very standard fare. You can go through, play a season, play all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, I'll kind of keep track of stats. Me and my friends have done uh, twenty eight teams. Me and my friends have done. Um, we do Tecmo runs, right? Where it's like, all right, don't you can, you cannot. You cannot run the ball at all. You can only do passing plays for a season. And then we're like, okay, we'll see who like has better stats at the end of the season. Uh, same thing with running. You can only do running plays, uh, things like that. Um, you know, some teams are obviously better than others, but that's kind of sports games. Uh, as, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan myself, that was not really a great era of Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> stuff like that. And there's obviously there's more, there's been tons and tons of versions of this. Um, it's kind of interesting because you have Tecmo Super Bowl, and so then there's like Tecmo Super Bowl two and Tecmo Super Bowl three for like the Super Nintendo, and those are a little bit different. And then there was like a Tecmo Super Bowl the PlayStation and stuff like that. But Tecmo Super Bowl for the Super Nintendo is the same game just on the SNES, but it's it's at a different season, so you know different players and stuff like that. I think that one has like Brett Favre and stuff like that because it would have been like ninety two or ninety three. Um, but yeah, the NES version, I mean, you know, it's got a little halftime show. It keeps track of your stats. Uh, it's pretty standard. It's pretty standard fair. It's, it's, it's Tecmo Super Bowl. It's arcade, it's arcadey football fun at its absolute finest. Yeah. A lot of, sometimes that, um, that arcade feel, uh, for those older sports games is, is, it's really, really fun. And it's, it's like, it's crazy how, well those simple controls have aged to the, you know mm-hmm. even even up to here to 2019 you know it's like they're still very uh, playable i feel mhm yeah 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 i mean it has everything you have uh you have cut th- this game also has cut scenes right so when you throw a touchdown or something it'll like cut to this like quick little thing of like you know the receiver like spiking the ball then it zooms then it like cuts to the quarterback and it'll be like you know, just like just like a you know air pump, like you know, yeah, I threw a touchdown or whatever. I so um, love that you're making those points right now. That is, because yeah. uh, that's kind of like what I'm. Because this go is before this is before Madden. You know, yeah, Madden, yeah, yeah. Madden did not exist uh, at the, at this time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 great. You know, like it does suffer from kind of some of the some of the things that early games suffered from then with kind of like players associations. So, to me, the most stacked team in the game is probably the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the, the early '90s, those early, like you know, was it? Uh, I'm a NFL historian, so I think it was like '89 through '93, right? '89, '90, '91, '92. No, no. So '90, '91, '92, '93 
where the Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. They lost all of them, but they went <laughs> to four straight. So to me, those are like that's like the most stacked team. But um, yeah, I mean, you've got Warren Moon, uh, Dan Marino, everybody. You know, every team's kind of got its it, its thing. The the Raiders have Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen. You have Barry Sanders, um, and it's great. It's it, it's great. It's it's Tecmo Super Bowl. I don't even I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> Except, except go play it because it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Or go play Tecmo Super Bowl 19. You know, you go go find the uh, go find the, the ROM hack version that this this website does. If you just search for it, you'll you'll find it relatively easy. And you can play it just right on an emulator. Just there throw it right in. It still plays. It's it's awesome. So, <laughs> all right, man. I could talk about Tecmo forever. So, uh, well, all right, Adam. Uh, the, the Tecmo Tecmo talk's gonna keep going because my next game yeah. is a Tecmo game as well. <laughs> It's uh, Tecmo World Wrestling. Uh, fun fact, Matt and I have actually talked about this game before where we run down our mm-hmm. favorite uh, wrestling games. But if you haven't listened to that, you could hear me reiterate here uh, some fine points about this game. Uh, Tecmo World Wrestling. Um, I was playing this game before I even started uh, watching wrestling as a kid. Um, I mean, it, it's a very, very um, simplified uh, wrestling title. It's uh, got really good stuff. There's like around like 20 characters to choose from. They're all fictional wrestlers, though. N- you know, so you're not gonna go in playing as like Hulk Hogan or, or Sting or or anybody, you know, from like the late 80s or stuff like right, that. Like right. no no Macho Man or anything like that. But um, you know, like we'll we'll go down this list here. A uh, couple of wrestlers uh, off the top of my head. You had guys like uh, Jackie Lee, uh, Boris Chekhov. Dr. Gieldo, who I used a lot. I did play as him a lot. Akira Dragon, Mark Rose, El Tigre, uh, or Tigre. Um, I played as him a lot, too. Masked wrestlers, I uh, loved them a lot. Uh, Rex Beat, Julio Falcon, Randy Gomez, Pat Gordon. Um, Blue King, who is um, not a playable character, but uh, the final boss of the game. Again, it's an uh, old... The Earl of Doom. The Earl of Doom. Blue that King. is it. Earl yeah. of Doom, Blue King. Um, so basically, it, it's kind of funny because I, I always saw this uh, game as a precursor to the Fire Pro series with the way the mechanics work. Um, you initiate your grapples and everything by walking into your opponent and basically... When you do that by pressing the appropriate uh, directional pad buttons or button combinations, that's how you perform uh, different moves. And you could do that um, by walking into them, from walking up behind them, or when they're on the ground. So you, for for an early, early um, wrestling game, especially on the NES, that was uh, kind of like an incredible uh, feat to accomplish mechanic-wise for a uh, wrestling game especially something that might seem so kind of primitive to uh, today's standards. So that's pretty cool. Um, you were bringing up stuff about uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, about the cutscenes, which is great because mm-hmm. I, I think Tecmo uh, really, really shined with that. They did that with their soccer games as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were really big on that, but they did the same thing here. When you do your finisher, it goes into a big cinematic of your guy doing his finishing move. Um, so that was really mm-hmm. cool. You have a little commentator down at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, the commentator's the awesome. Yeah. yeah, the commentator's so awesome. You can see him down in the bottom, and yeah, 
He's just like, he's like, oh, I'm watching something. He's like, a, a backdrop. Boy, did he get hammered in the head. Oh, a kick. And it's like fast and it's it's responsive too. So it's that's really cool. Yeah, see, it's a great callback. I, this is why I love these older wrestling games because it's a great reflection of what was happening at the time. Because look, I'm not saying this is every commentary team uh, in wrestling, but a lot of guys don't call matches the way they used to. They don't call it move for move or whatever's happening in the ring. Sometimes they'll just sit there and give like stupid banter and these stupid stories about themselves that like no one cares about. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you're supposed to call the match and that's what's happening in this game. So that's that's a great callback to uh that time, I feel like. Um mm-hmm. really a really cool mechanic here is uh between matches you have the ability to train whatever wrestler you have chosen and you could do uh squats. Uh, you could do sit-ups, or you could do push-ups with a sumo wrestler on your back. The more training you do, the uh, improves the amount of damage you do in future matches going forward. If you lose a match, you lose a sphere of energy you would have gained from uh, the training. And your goal is to, once again, defeat the Earl of Doom, Blue King, after mm-hmm. you've defeated, however, every other wrestler in the game. You can't go uh, forward and fight the Earl of Doom until you've beaten everybody. That's the goal in this game. Simplest terms. You want to be the best, and that's how you're going to do it. You climb through the ranks. But that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm looking at gameplay footage over here. It's pretty cool, man. You can throw people outside of the ring yeah. and stuff like that. And so for the NES, again, you know, this is this is an NES game. So when you have some of these things where they're kind of like, wow, this is not something you would imagine seeing on the NES, um, it's definitely it's definitely pretty cool. It looks like you can beat this game uh, roughly about uh, 30, 40 minutes. Uh, none of the guys are really wearing attire, though. They're all just kind of wearing, you know, like colored shorts. Yeah, that's from, like from what from really what I'm it. seeing. Yeah, the personality is more so like in in the faces, really, for the most part. But um, that that mechanic to train, I think, again, was something pretty advanced uh, for the time and pretty genius to add in for a wrestling game. I don't think mm-hmm. what was it, pro wrestling? I think was the other title on uh, yeah, NES. Yeah, yeah I don't think they had any game. of that in in no. that game. So I always thought Tecmo was the more uh, superior version to go. That was the one I was. <laughs> I'm picking looking up at. More I'm so. watching right now of uh, of. Uh, uh, some, uh, somebody performing a finisher. The, this guy with the, the red mask, uh, he just uh, spun spun the Blue King guy around, like around and around and around and around. That and might then, be like, Dr. Uh, Gieldo, I think, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool. So they say that some of these guys are loosely based on other people. If you look at the um, the cover art for this game, uh, it looks a lot to me like like Ricky the Dragon Steam right. is uh, it has uh, yeah. animal uh, yeah. animal from the the Road Warriors it looks right like Legion of Doom uh, like in, in a headlock here so I'm sure that's probably the route, yeah, the route and, they went and that's how a lot of those Japanese wrestling games went that didn't right. have like actual licensed wrestlers they were loosely based around uh, real people Fire Pro uh, did it a lot as well and they probably got the idea from Tecmo most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so some of the so some of the guys here, you've got, um, let's see here, uh, Pat Gordon loosely resembles uh, Luthez. Uh, Rex B is uh, you know kind of based on the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. You've got, um, let's see here. I wouldn't be surprised oh, if Akira Mark, Dragon. Mark Rose is somewhat loosely resembled uh, Rick Flair, and, uh, like kind of like and like a ravishing Rick Rude character. Julio Falcon uh, somewhat bears a resemblance to Hulk Hogan. Uh, and yeah, so, so some of the, some of these things. Doctor uh, Gildo is supposedly 
bears a close resemblance to Vader. So, yeah. So, uh, and then Akira Dragon is um, Antonio Anaki. Ooh! That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, that's a good reference, probably. And then... And then El Tigre, uh, Tiger Mask is who they're saying. Oh, yeah. Tiger Mask was a classic staple in uh, Japanese wrestling because they they made Tiger Mask because of the anime in the 70s, actually. Mm-hmm. And he's – he I don't know how many people have portrayed Tiger Mask, but he's – I believe he's still a uh, character floating around in the Japanese wrestling scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Uh, let's keep it in the squared circle here. Uh, Here we go. And, I like this. And, uh, <laughs> I'm I, I, I'm moving just moving away from um, wrestling to uh, some boxing, uh, and that is uh, Mike Tyson's punch out, not punch out, because I don't consider that real. A doctor, Doctor Dream, or whoever his name is. Uh, no, I'm only I'm only playing Mike Tyson's punch out. Okay, because I want Mike Tyson to be the bot the bot. The vinyl boss, the baddest man on the planet. All right. <laughs> Ear biting and all, you know. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, punch out. Mike Tyson's punch out. Where do we begin? This is less of a boxing game and more of a puzzle game. That's essentially what this is. Um, you know, you play as Little Mac, you fight your way up through the ranks in the World Video Boxing Association. Um, you know, you face. Uh, you have like three, I think there's three different circuits, right? And so you have, um, and then the goal is to get to that final match, the dream match. Uh, you know, that's where they come across like Mr. Dream or whatever. Um, but it, you, you want to, you want to, you want to fight Mike Tyson. Um, so, you know, your controls are pretty similar. You can just kind of go back and forth and then you can kind of, you have like a jab and like an uppercut, basically you can do like a body punch or, or an uppercut. And so, you fight these very colorful characters like Glass Joe and Piston Honda, you know, uh, uh, Don Flamenco. Um, uh, oh, God, what's what, how am I, how am I blank? Uh, Soda, Soda Popinski, you know, and then uh, Bald Bull, some of, you know, some of some of these guys and they all do different kind of things. Um, you know, they, they have tells right of when you should kind of wait to strike them. Um, and so for uh, like, let's say um, oh, what's his name? Uh how am I blanking? How am I blanking on, on the second guy's name? Um, it's oh, a, Von uh, Kaiser. Von Kaiser. Yeah, the, the 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 German guy, right? Like he'll like he'll kind of like wink or something, or like he's you know he'll he'll kind of flash red, uh, and that is when they're getting ready to punch. So that is when you can kind of uh, slip out of the way, wait for them to punch, and then you they're open, and so then you can kind of hammer them with uppercuts and stuff like that. Then you also get a star punch, which does a lot more damage. You kind of have to figure out when to do that it's typically going to be at a point that you wouldn't just easily know is the point to kind of hit them it'll be like in the middle of one of their combos or something uh and you get the star and that does a ton of damage uh knock somebody down three times in a round and it's a tko same goes to you uh and then in between matches you have your trainer uh doc lewis who always gives you like you know great uh advice um after you win bouts, you have your training scenes, which are very infamous, um, you know, with like little Mac running. Right. You know, like and Doc Lewis is on the bike uh, that he may or may or may not have stole for the people who know that reference. Um, that was a big Internet meme, uh, quite a racist Internet meme, but uh, huh. an Internet meme that I think a lot of people <laughs> remember. Um, uh, 
So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty much the game. Um, there's definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of things that reference to, um, you know, like, uh, Rocky, you know, the, the, Oh the yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, tons. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone boxing, uh, boxing thing. Um, yeah. And then you get to the end and you fight Mike Tyson and it's a shame that there are not more punch out games. Uh, there was pretty much, there's punch out. There's like a arcade version as well. Um, then you have punch out super punch out for the SNES and punch out for the Wii. And in that one, you have a secret boss, uh, which is Donkey Kong. And they're all essentially the same game. There's not really a lot that gets added to it. Um, you know, just it's it's basically the, the same the same formula. And but it works and it's great. So uh, I was really, really glad when Little Mac was added to Super Smash Brothers Wii U because he was a character that I, I was like, you know, he's he's one of those like any Nintendo staples. He needs to be added. So. Uh, hopefully, hopefully someday we'll get a new uh, Punch Out game, but uh, we'll 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 see. But uh, right now, I'm I'm totally I'm totally fine. Still, just playing the classic on the NES. I'm surprised that you know with the advent of uh, the Switch or the Wii, um, we didn't get a more. Uh, well, there was Punch Out on the Wii, but like, I, I mean, but still, there there could have been more, and they could have mm-hmm. been a bit more. Uh, advanced, I think, but yeah, the, the characters are great though, and always so memorable. You had King Hippo too, the really big guy. As King well. Hippo, yeah, and, uh, yeah. His short, his shorts fall down, and you, you can you got to hit him in his belly button. Yeah, I never made it past um, the, the the first guy ever in in Punch Out. I sucked at it. I didn't spend a lot of time with it, but but you know, I, I I've you know looked into it every uh, now. Wait, and then, like but. you mean Glass yeah. Glass Joe? Yeah, Glass Joe. Does it? Oh wow, man! Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just, I just didn't have the juice, man. I was not good at Punch Out at all. So yeah, all right, man. It's, it's, it's relatively easy. I, I could, I could, I could teach, I could teach you uh, very, very quickly how to, how to get past. It. Yeah, I love Glass Joe because Glass Joe has a, his, his win loss record is one to ninety nine. So somebody at some point lost to Glass Joe. Yeah, you know, like I, I guess it was you. I so. guess it wasn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. That's it. <laughs> no, I, 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 my, my fragile uh, little mind at the time just was not uh, patient enough to uh, deal with it. So I was kind of just like stupid game, and I kind of just like took it out. That was it, and then I just never looked back at that point. I thought it yeah. was Glass Joe as the first fighter. I couldn't remember uh, for sure, but yeah, that that just makes this whole thing a lot more embarrassing. But uh, well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of ridiculous things uh, like that. Doc Lewis has, and then the fighter, the other fighters will tell you in 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 their thing. So Piston Hondo, right? Who's clearly like you know the the Asian character, badass uh, name he, though. He, Love it. Yeah, it is. He just like speaks in kanji sometimes, and uh, you'll just see you'll just see like he'll say like all kinds of things like you know sushi, like whatever, like Jap- Japan number one, like all these like it's like geez, so like were were you guys even trying and stuff like that? Oh man, back then. Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right, man. I'll pass it back to you. All right. My last one. Uh, here we go. Um, I-, I think this was a fair – this was definitely a well-known uh, game on the NES, but um, I had I had quite a bit of fun with it. But, you know, it's – again, it's – it's not like something associated with, like, the level of Mario or Metroid or anything, but that is – RC Pro-Am Racing uh, from Rare. Uh, fun mm-hmm. little racing game. You control little radio-controlled uh, cars. Now, here, now here's my thing. Here's, here's my thing about this game. 
it's a fun game to play. It's a hard game. It's a very hard game too. But man, th- this box art is incredibly uh, misleading, though, because you have like <laughs> you have these sleek-looking race cars on the cover, and then you go into play. Like I get it; it's eight-bit and stuff like that. I totally understand that. But then it looks like you're playing with these poorly made toy trucks, and I probably could have done a better job at a young age as a kid with my Legos. I probably could have made a better-looking car at that point. So it's kind of just like what. So anyway, but uh, but yeah, um. Basically, you have your radio-controlled car, and you race against uh, three other opponents. And um, there's 20 tracks. Not a whole lot of variety in the tracks. For the most part, everything kind of looks like you're racing through the kind of like same green uh, grasslands. It's just the tracks are just different shapes, really. I think in RC Pro-Am 2, though, which I haven't played, I think that has the better, like, variety of tracks and probably looks a bit more similar to uh, uh rock and roll racing probably too mm-hmm. you know you got uh kind of like an isometric uh view uh, as well you turn your car with the with your horizontal buttons on your uh, control pad um as you drive through the track you get item pickups and they all have different mm-hmm. effects uh you have tune-ups which helps increase your car's performance because um you need it in this game, your car is very, very hard to get a hang of uh, when you first step into uh, this title. Uh, hot engines helps your uh, top speed. Sticky tires increase your traction. And you can collect weapons to use, such as missiles and bombs to disable your opponents. So I guess, in a sense, the idea of that, you know, like car combat racing game predates Super Mario Kart even mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of an interesting tidbit to uh yeah. learn about the game but yeah it's it, yeah also the drifting um it's like that kind of it's it's really kind of a drifting it game. is like especially when you turn because those turns are tight yeah. man yeah i don't know if you've ever played it but if you like rc pro-am um a game a lot of people are unfamiliar with is neo drift out it was for the yeah neo i never geo played that and, one yeah oh I heard about my that, god though. it's so much on it's it's like rc pro-am on steroids and it's got those like those arcade uh snk just glorious kind of like 90s graphics love it um you would absolutely love sounds love good this game you would love this game to death yeah i've never played a neo geo game but there are so many interesting titles on it and you know mm-hmm. it's but you know i don't have the money to shell out for a Neo Geo because those oh, go God, for ridiculous no, yeah. amounts, and the games oh, yeah, forget yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. That's so. that's why that's what that's why there's this good little thing called emulation. Yeah, uh, that the yeah, virtual yeah. the virtual console is alive and well too. I'll have to mm-hmm. look into that though for sure. That sounds absolutely awesome. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. You would love Neo Drift Out. Yeah, and it's it's yeah RC Pro Am is you know is where it started. It's it's tot- it's totally what uh, you know what what's what set this what set this going. I, also, you have road hazards to look out for, too, in this game. So mm-hmm. you, have, you have oil slicks and puddles, so that, that can hinder you. Goals to finish, um, you don't have to come in first, but you do have to come in the top three spots. You can't come in fourth. It's how you can't uh, progress that way. Um, but there's also a cool thing here, too, uh, where you're driving around the track. Another pickup are bonus letters. And if you get them mm-hmm. all, it spells out Nintendo. I think, however, in ports... Uh, those letters are changed to... Um, I'm not really sure what they changed them to. I think they might have changed to, like, Champion or something like that. But 
Um, if you spell out Nintendo throughout a race, you get your car um, upgraded as you progress through uh, the levels. So that's also oh, that's pretty, cool. Uh, pretty cool as well. Um, for those that um, didn't know this, you can actually still get this game on the Xbox One exclusive of the Rare Replay Collection. It's uh, 30 games that Rare put out on one disc for the Xbox One. It's kind of one of the main reasons I've kept my Xbox One. And fun fact, mm-hmm. I was we, Matt and I were talking before we started this episode. I was out before um, winding down after work, and I was window shopping at one of my favorite stores, uh, Digital Press, and a guy was selling it in the store for $5. And I was just like, that's, yeah, it's good steal. Man. Yeah, so I and I just how appropriate that this was one of the games I was going to talk about, and it's on the collection as well. And I was just like, yeah, yeah what's five bucks? So why not? I'm holding it in my hand uh, right now. So if you want to play it and you got an Xbox One, uh, pick it up. RC Pro M2 is also uh, on that collection as well. So I'm looking forward to um, possibly finishing this game for once because I never finished it when I was younger because. It's it's a it's a challenging uh, game, very challenging racing game. But it it set the spot though for those vehicular combat games. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, uh, I think I, I go last here. Uh, and my last game is a game that I played a lot as a kid. Never understood. Uh, they kind of did a remake, kind of reimagining of this game. Uh, on the Nintendo Wii, and uh, I played it, and then I went back later and, and was like, oh, now that I kind of know what I'm doing, replayed the NES game, uh, and, and was like able to appreciate it more. And that is A Boy and His Blob, Ooh. Trouble on Blobolonia. So uh, this game is, it's a kind of, it's a puzzle, pla- I guess it's like a, a puzzle platformer. Um, you know, I think... In a way, I guess, kind of maybe like a Prince of Persia or, or something like that. Um, oh, nice! The, the original Prince of Persia, right? You, you the, um, except in this game, uh, you the your your boy uh, can't really perform the things himself. You have this this blob that travels along with you, and you have jelly beans, and you only have a s- certain number of jelly beans, and so you have to feed this blob jelly beans, and he'll turn into things, right? So you can feed him like cinnamon, and he'll turn into a blowtorch. You can feed him licorice, and he'll turn into a ladder. Um, you have, like, uh, vanilla will turn him into, I'm trying to remember here, uh, an umbrella, I think. And so, there, you know, you'll run through these kind of levels, and, you know, you'll 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 run into obstacles. So, like, there's uh, a part where, like, rocks are falling on you. And so, oh, you turn him into an umbrella. There's a part where there's, like, this big spider web. You turn him into a blowtorch. Um, there's, there's, like, a rocket, and I can't remember what turns him into that. Um going through this list here uh strawberry is a bridge and so oh, okay you turn into that and then you can get then you can pick something up and you can kind of uh go from there but the cool thing is that you don't control the blob the blob just is like an ai that just kind of moves with you so sometimes you have to kind of position him into specific um specific specific parts um the player you your guy can't jump he can't swim he can't do any of this stuff if he falls too long of like if he falls too long of a distance uh he's gonna die so that's why you need the 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 boy you could turn the blob into an umbrella and kind of like have him like float down and so there's definitely a lot of um you know making sure you know what uh each each jelly bean does 
and stuff like that. But the the end goal is to turn the is to go back to like the Blob's planet and defeat the evil emperor. So <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how where the game goes. Defeat the evil emperor. I wouldn't have uh, expected that uh, from the title. To be honest, Boy and His Blob is actually a game I'm very very unfamiliar with, though. The, the, despite its um, cult following, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely kind of a, a, a um, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's, a, it's not a hidden gem for the Wii, but uh, or the the, it's not a hidden gem for the NES, but um, definitely, definitely a game that like, uh, I think collectors and st- and stuff know about. But um, yeah, it's definitely an interesting game. It's definitely a game uh, I think that people should play and kind of see something different. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a different platformer. On the NES, because you know a lot of the platformers you think are just big collectathons, like you know Mario and uh, Kirby and, and stuff like that. And so this one's a little less action oriented. You know, like you think like Contra and stuff like that, which is kind of like running gun platformers. Um, so and and causes you to kind of think a little bit more, and that's where that kind of puzzle element element comes from. Yeah, definitely um, innovative and trying to sh- you know stray away into a, a different path for the time so so that's pretty clever so that's pretty good i think mm-hmm. yeah um i guess there was a sequel at some point uh not the one for the wii there was the rescue of princess Bloblet uh for the game boy and i've never wow. played it but i'm looking at screenshots of it here and it looks like a game i want to play but i do definitely recommend uh the wii version um, you can get it on the Wii, and it's also, I think, on Steam um, now. And I know it's also on the PlayStation. It's on PlayStation 4. I actually think at one month it was a free game if you had PlayStation Plus. Um, but it's it's just it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a recreation. And it was developed the the Wii version was de- re- uh, was developed by Way Forward. Um, Way Forward has done a lot of great kind of reimaginings. They did the remastered Ducktales game. Um, they, uh, they're really good at, in 2d platformers. They did, um, actually for the DS, a really, really good game is, um, Thor, which is like a tie in with the movie. And, uh, it's, it's totally unlike the, 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 the 3d kind of action platformer games that, um, came out with it. It's a, it's, it's, it feels like a 2d beat em up, um, game. It is great. I highly recommend it. That's, that's another thing that way forward, uh, Way forward did anything. Way forward does is is pretty pretty gold um, when it when it comes to things. Uh, they're helping work on Bloodstained Ritual of the Night right now, uh, which is that kind of Castlevania nice. uh, game that's getting ready to come out soon. Yeah, they did Ducktales. Uh, I'm trying to see. What I else heard the Ducktales games were really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Ducktales on the NES and the Ducktales reimagining the the HD one is it is like the exact same game as Ducktales on the NES. It's just it's totally reskinned like completely reskinned wow but yeah um yeah they did contra 4 on the nintendo ds which is another great great game they did a lot of awesome stuff on the ds uh i mean just in general they're they're a really really good um developer way forward uh and so i just about anything they touch is great so the Wii the Wii version is also it's really it's cartoony and i think it's i think it's a game uh a lot of people would like um and then maybe if you try the Wii one out, uh, and then you're like, I may want to go try out the NES one, or vice versa. I think either way, you're going to have a great time. So there nice. you go. 
All right, man. Well, hey, that is uh, the end of of our games. Uh, thanks for, as always, thanks for listening, guys. We always appreciate it. Uh, Adam, where can people find you on the internet? Well, you could find me on the Twitter machine at Funkmaster Adam, and you can follow uh, Funk Masters of Wrestling, my wrestling podcast at F M O W underscore podcast. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah, that's that's really it. All right. You can find me anywhere on the internet at Super Games Bros. That's my Instagram, Twitter, all of that stuff. I also do a Game of Thrones podcast called Bend the Knee um, and right here on Box Tricks. So uh, let us know. Leave some comments and uh, let us know what you think, what games you'd like us to cover uh, next, what system. Uh, maybe there's some games you guys have played that you want us to uh, check out. So, all right, guys, as always, thanks for listening.